It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Dealer No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. Welcome to our live feed update for July 13th. I'm your host, Aaron Armstrong. And with me today, on a Saturday, it's Liana. How are you doing, Liana? I'm good. I'm back. Um, uh, my yachtus is over. I'm really happy to be back. Uh, this is not the night I expected to talk about. We'll get into all of it. Um, it was quite a... Just a, a wonderful welcome back to everything Big Brother. You know, we got bullying and ostracizing and wow, just such a such a great day to be back. Yeah, some, sometimes I think about things that I want to say on a podcast. And for a while, I've just been thinking, like, as soon as Liana comes on, I'm just going to I'm just going to congratulate her for making the correct decision to be traveling for the first couple of weeks of this season, because uh, it, it could only get better is what I was saying. That honestly, that's what I was thinking, too. It was like, OK, we're going to miss the week one, week two kind of boring, big group stuff. And then things will start to break apart and everything will be better. Uh, no, my own version of Camp Comeback really, truly failed me. Yeah, this was this was a day. This was a day to talk about. Quite a day. <laughs> Quite, quite a day. I just wanted to, like, why can't I get a night where guys are comparing their penis size? Like, that's what I want. Why, why do I have to get this? Why can't I have those awkward conversations with Taryn? Come on. Oh, <laughs> all right. Oh well, I guess we should probably get into it then. Yes. Uh, uh, all right. Let's look, <laughs> look at me. I'm a mess. I'm a mess. <laughs> look what the feeds have done to Taryn. Look at what it's done. You're going to be the disheveled homeless man just like screaming about Big Brother on the corner to anyone who will listen. Oh, all right. So let's let's get it. This is going to this is going to be a long one, guys. Uh, Let's get into the day. We started the day with Nicole and Cliff. Nicole finally, finally let Cliff know about Cliff Notes Exposed. Hey, Cliff, they overheard you. Uh, you they overheard you talking about zing and uh, it's 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 bad news. 
yeah, finally. <laughs> I kept expecting, I was like, Nicole, you know he's like still in that room constantly spilling your secrets to anyone who happens to sneak up on the door. Like, you would think that plugging those informational leaks would be a priority. So I'm happy to see that she did finally, you know, talk to Cliff about this whole situation. Um, so so that was good. I mean, Anne talked about the fact that Christy was the one who overheard everything, which, you know, will come up a little bit later. So, um, you know, she really did like, get everything out to him and finally tell him like, hey, this is a problem. You probably shouldn't be doing this. Yes. And Cliff is uh, mortified and apologizes and says, oh, my God, I'm going to try and do damage control as much as possible. So Cliff is going to be in damage control mode for the rest of the day. Um, And he is going to go and talk to Nick. Um, as part of the sort of pre-nominations, you know, talk. Nick is essentially going to try and let it let it down to like uh, let him down. Like, oh, you're going to be nominated. Uh, Nick is going to pretend to Cliff that he is not the target, but he actually is the target. Um, he says that Jess is the target, and mm-hmm. that he's thinking about who to put up next to Jess. Maybe Cliff. Maybe Nicole. Nicole probably did the 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 rogue vote. Um, even though Nick doesn't believe that, and so. I, I don't know. I don't know, Cliff. It might it might be some way or some other way. Uh, Cliff says he, he's got a whole thing planned out. He says, you know, I was trying to work with uh, with Ovi and Nicole, like trying to admit to being in an alliance with them without admitting that he knows that they know. Uh, and so therefore to play it off as like not a really big deal. And, you know, obviously that was the case. But, you know, there, it, Ovi's out of the game. Nicole is in trouble with all this uh, rogue vote stuff. So I'm just looking for a place to land here, Nick. And I want to work with you. If you need help down the line when things get hairy, you know, I'm your guy. Uh, and, and so that's going to be Cliff's pitch here. Yeah, I, that was the phrase that really stood out to me because he kept using it throughout the day. I'm looking for a place to land. I'm just I'm just looking for a place to land. I'm I'm just I'm just a pilot here in a thunderstorm. I'm just I'm just looking for a place to land. Like, OK, OK, Cliff, like we get that. That's what, you know, your whole thing is, is that you're solo and you're just trying to find a place to fit in. Um, I, I think everything was just so vague about the way that Cliff was kind of making I guess a pitch is what you would consider this to be of like, hey, I'm, you know, I'm solo. I'm looking for oh a place to land. I want to work with people. But it's just it's so vague. And and even like so he says, um, I think he tells Nick like, uh, oh, if I would have won, because I think Nick asked him, what would you do if you would have won? And Cliff is like, I would have gone after, you know, someone that would have caused the least amount of waves. Like, no, you have to say that you're going to be willing to target like the other big targets. I don't know. Like, it just felt I wanted more. I wanted more. Yeah. Uh, He's also I felt like he was doing he wasn't doing a a terrible job, but he then is going to say, you know, and if you need somebody to go up on the block next to Jess, you know, I don't want to be a pawn, obviously, but I wouldn't be mad if I was one. And of course, Nick is going to be like, oh, you volunteered. That's great. I was going to nominate him anyway. This is a great opportunity. Um, So like I feel like he even if he made progress in that conversation, he undermines it a little bit by giving the out. Which is like, uh, oh, well, he he volunteered himself anyway, so I can just continue with what I was thinking before. Mm-hmm, yeah, exactly. I mean, you gave him permission. So now, of course, yeah, Nick is going to I mean, Nick, he was going to go up anyway, but I guess it soothes Nick to feel like, oh, OK, it's all right. Cliff said Cliff said it's fine. Um, I can go up as a quote unquote pawn. So we'll see how that turns out for you, Cliff. Yes. We're then going to get the wackabilly competition. Uh, 
by the way, I will say all the different names. That's dedication to a joke. So kudos to you, Taryn. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I'd uh, give it as much credit to call it a joke as you. Yeah, I guess it defines what you or what you define as a joke, similar to how you would define a whacktivity versus just a regular plain old activity. Exactly. What I've learned is that whacktivities always involve animals of some sort. So apparently if you're going to have a whacktivity, then uh, yes, animals definitely need to be involved or weird smells or something. Mm. Yeah, I'd maybe call it like a, a an absurdist protest is my. <laughs> oh, that's because, okay. Is it because the name is so silly, or because you don't like the twist? It's well, both really, okay. but uh, mainly the name. I just uh, if they're gonna make silly names, I'm gonna make silly names too. That's that's my <laughs> philosophy. Good for you. Just you own it. Lean <laughs> in. <laughs> um. So they have this uh, this competition. The feeds come back and there's immediately, you know, when Julie said that it's a classic power coming back in, um, you know, people were like coup d'etat. I, I I said I don't think coup d'etat. My my first thought was diamond power of veto. Uh, mm-hmm. The feeds come back. They started talking about how there was some kind of puzzle, a uh, word game, and there was a diamond involved uh, or, or jewel. But they were talking about diamonds, so we immediately were like, oh, maybe diamonds. Um, the feeds came back. Uh, Christy was very vocal, like, hey. I I uh, I finished it. I think I did really well, uh, and nobody else was admitting to finishing it. Sis was like, "I didn't finish," and Nick was like, "Neither did I. It's, I sucked at it." Uh, Jess eventually was like, "No, I I also finished." But then she also said she didn't finish before that, and then she said she didn't finish again after that, and then she said she did finish again, and then when she was talking to Cat privately, she was like, "I don't have it." <laughs> we'll talk. Yeah. So it was like we thought Jess had it there. I really genuinely believed that Jess had it because I was like, how are you so bad at retelling something that happened? How do you not know? I I could get maybe some of the details get lost, but literally finishing versus not, you know, I mean, Nick would know something about that, but Jess should remember like I did or did not complete this. And that was what got messed up. So I was like, it clearly she has to have it. Right. Right. And and right. clearly it's a diamond power of veto, which means that when Jess gets nominated, she's going to use the diamond power of veto on herself. She's going to replace herself with Bella because she hates Bella. And that's what, uh, you know, the, the Jackson will tell her to do. And Bella will go up on the block next to Cliff and they'll vote Bella out. And voila, twist, not super terrible. Hooray. <laughs> and it's all taken care of and that's definitely what happened <laughs> definitely because christy's gonna walk into a room with tommy and go i got it i got it it's a diamond power veto and and i get to use it it gets good for four weeks and i get to use it anonymously uh this is great oh man we were we were not in control enough of this house tommy we needed this one. Oh boy Thank goodness. I mean, really, of all the people I think that needed it the most in the house, Christy and Tommy, the duo that know each other from before the game that are clearly in control of this entire thing. Oh, I'm just so glad it's them. It was good. Apparently, apparently it was said in the competition that if you use this power correctly, it can win you the game, which to me felt like they were taking a dig at Matt Hoffman there. (laughs) 
yeah ouch <laughs> like oh correctly that sort of reminds me of the uh the the vote the Stephen fishbacks like steal a vote thing <laughs> that i think sarah lacina said something about well whatever anyway yeah um oh okay so that's a thing so my like excitement about the fact that um jess was the one who won it and we could see so much getting changed this week uh completely just and not only was it not jess it was christy so you know like you know this is why we can't have nice things yeah it's uh it's it's bad it's bad um so th- i mean this has obviously dramatic um uh just repercussions for the whole season we've been waiting until after camp comeback ends for people to be able to make some moves uh i think we're going to now be waiting until the diamond power veto expires for any kind of shakeup. Ob- obviously nick and bella could still be in danger and this might be used against nick and bella but uh but in this in this in in the sense of the main power structure, which is, of course, six shooters, uh, they seem rock solid for the next four weeks with this power to essentially get them out of any jam possible. Um, so hooray for twists. <laughs> yeah, so I was, you know, you guys are always so down the twist. I was like, you know what? I'm going to come back and I'm going to be more positive about all this stuff. I'm going to say, <laughs> no, it's fine. Like, because I don't hate the camp comeback twist. So I was like, well, I can be the positive voice saying at least I don't hate it and then this happens and I was like uh, okay well, never mind I tried I tried for like a few seconds so. <laughs> yeah oh man alright so that's happening there then Nick is going to talk to Jess and let her know hey you're going to be a pawn Cliff is the target don't worry about it uh, and then the feeds go down for the nomination ceremony mm-hmm. now we learned after the fact that some things happened before and after the nomination ceremony that we did not see on the feeds. Um, In particular, right before the nomination ceremony. Now, we know, you know from yesterday, Nicole was talking to the cameras. She was like, I'm so, I'm so screwed. I'm such an idiot. I didn't realize they were working together. I'm torn in, I'm torn between these two sides, the sis and Bella or sis and Holly side and the Nick and Bella side. And I've been talking, you know, I've been relaying information back and forth and I essentially need to choose a side here. Uh, it seemed like she had chosen the Holly side of things. Um, however, right before the nomination ceremony, Bella approached Nicole and told her, Hey, they all want you gone. All of these people, Holly, Sis, uh, Tommy, they've been trying to pressure us to put you on the block and we are not going to do it. And they're trying to do it because you they think that you are the rogue vote. They they so they want you on the block and they were in gone. But we are going to protect you, Bella. And Nicole fell for it. She fell for it. She believed Bella when she told her that. And she said, "Okay, you know what? There it is. There's my opening. There's the crack. I'm going to I'm going to pour it all in here and hope for the best. And Nicole spilled everything that Holly and sis were telling her that all of them were targeting Nick and Bella and that Nick and Bella are major targets next week. All truth. Like this is for the sake of Bella and Nick's game because they're not taking a shot here and they should be. And she tells her everything and doesn't, uh, Bella does not believe Nicole. 
No, this, so this was a little confusing. So um, we come back from the nominations and there are these uh, very intense conversations that are happening. And it turns out that what Taryn just described was the catalyst for all of those conversations. And uh, knowing what uh, ended up happening as a result of this pre-noms conversation, like not great. I mean, I feel terrible for Nicole because, you know, like you said, she's stuck between these two groups. She's trying to figure out where much like Cliff, she would like to land. Mm. And so she decides to fall. I mean, I feel terrible because Bella, the thing is that Bella does seem very genuine when you are talking to her because she believes her own lies. So she just kind of like is really, really convincing. And so I can understand why Nicole probably, um, you know, felt like she could open up and share all of these things, but it was, does not, Ooh, does not bode well for Nicole. For for whatever reason, all of these women are just trusting Bella so much. You got Kemi trusting her way too much. You got uh, Nicole trusting her way too much. And this she is just the constant downfall uh, of these people. And so, yes, the feeds come back from the nomination ceremony. And Cliff and Jess have been nominated for eviction. And... Bella is talking to Tommy in the HOH room about what Nicole told her. And so she is explaining that, you know, Nicole explained the zing thing. And Nicole's explanation was actually a pretty good one that they do believe, which was, oh, we were joking about how I was aligned with Ovi. And, uh, you know, that's the worst alliance ever in history is zing. And, you know, then, you know, Cliff kind of became a part of it. It wasn't a real thing. We were just joking around. Um and they believe that lie. They believe that lie. Um, yeah. But uh, she also goes on to explain that Nicole said that um, that that sh- that Bella and Nick might have been put on the block last week if the veto was used and that that the rest of essentially six shooters are coming for them, which is very, very true. And Bella does not believe it. So she's telling Tommy and Tommy is like, oh, man, Nicole ran our secrets to Bella and Nick. That's no good. Uh, and so Tommy says, says, well, I hope you know that Nicole has come to us saying or he doesn't say us, actually. He says, well, I don't I'm not a part of this. I'm not a part of this. Uh, but I've heard that uh, Holly and sis were talking and that Nicole went to them and said that you you two were putting their names in Nicole's mouth, that you cornered them and interrogated t- cornered her and interrogated her and uh, and all of this stuff. And Bella's like, what? No, no, no. That is not how that went. And And so they start getting into it and start talking about every conversation they've had with Nicole. Christy and Sis walk in and it starts to get a little more heated. And then some more people walk in and it gets to the point where it's all of Grateful plus Sam minus Jack. Jack is still downstairs. And this was just gross to watch it was hard to watch uh and it gets real it gets real but this is so just it's it's very difficult to describe uh because it's nine people in a room getting extremely excited so for one or two people to try and recreate it it just doesn't it doesn't match the level of energy that was in that room but it was to describe it uh it was the same level of like excitement that people get when they find out the mastermind right like it's it's when it's like it's when they figured out the moving company and they're like oh my 
God, no, they're the worst. I can't believe they tried this. It's it's like if people ever found out about Dan Giesling, really, uh, and like the whole house was like, oh, my God, we figured him out. He's the worst. Um, that's the level of intensity here. And then just add on top of that uh, a level of uh, just like terrible people being mean. <laughs> yeah, that's that's probably a good way to describe it. I was going to say, let's get the whole like live feed update our crew to like all get in here and <laughs> talk about how awesome we are and how we figured all this stuff out. And oh, my God, Nicole, that's crazy. It was essentially them using Nicole's a scapegoat for their own infighting. They're like, yes. oh, OK. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that, that's crazy. Nicole told me that. Yeah, that's, that's definitely not true. And then the other side's like, oh, yeah, no, that's like that's crazy. Definitely not true. I just have in my notes. So I'm like, conversation about Nicole, throwing Nicole under the bus. Oh, no, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> like, that's what I wrote down. Because as I started to watch this devolve, because you have nine people all in there, because eventually they do go and get Jack, which they just, well, but anyway, so they we'll, all we'll end up there. in there. <laughs> and uh, and they're all just, I mean, everybody is talking. The, the, the energy is just so high. They're so intense about, yeah, the fact that they figured this whole thing out. It was ridiculous yeah so to, to set this up like to so you can understand what's being said and why they are at the level of, the, of energy that they are um to just to be clear about what's true and what's not right so the the actual events are that nicole has been going back and forth between nick and bella sis and holly and and just those two groups in general and talking to both sides and both sides have been talking to her about the other side in a negative light that uh, Nick has been putting uh, uh, Holly's name in Nicole's mouth. Um, and he has been interrogating her. And when Tommy said she looked like she wanted to cry, he was like, yeah, exactly. I was interrogating her. I was putting the pressure on. Um, and uh, Holly has told Nicole that they are going to be going after Nick and Bella. Uh, she said it just the night before that, hey, we can't do anything about it right now, but once they're not HOH, uh, you know, something can be done. So that's all truth. Um, now, there ha there, Nicole is not entirely innocent in this either. She was trying to use this truth to manipulate both sides into going after each other. That's been her game plan for a while. It's something that we've talked about. Um, but she hasn't actually lied about anything. And so they when they're discussing a lot of the various conversations that they've had with Nicole, both both sides are talking about different conversations with Nicole. Most of it is the truth. And when they get upset about it, it's because no way that's the truth. But I would vehemently deny it in front of you, Nick and Bella. Um, so they're getting upset because their their genuine conversations are being leaked in front of the person that they're trying to get out. And so they are feigning, uh, you know, like, oh, no, that's definitely not true. And placing all the blame on Nicole, saying that she is lying. She is stirring the pot and that it's all Nicole and that there was never any real tension between Nick and Bella and the six shooters. It was all just Nicole. Um, so that's most of what this conversation is. However, there's also an element uh, from Bella, especially where uh, Bella and Nick 
are lying a lot more. Bella in particular. Bella is actually coming up with lies about Nicole because the truth damns them a lot more than it does the six shooters because Bella doesn't actually believe in what Nicole is saying, whereas the six shooters do. So when the six shooters are bringing up some of the things that Nicole said, Bella is saying, oh my God, she said the exact same thing to me when in fact that is not the case. Uh, So most of this is the truth. And... Some of it are lies, from Bella especially. Uh, Nicole is mostly innocent in what she's being blamed for, but she did have the intent to break them up just with the truth. And they had already sort of been broken up. She wasn't the actual cause of it. So it's a little complicated there, but for the most part, Nicole is just being villainized to a degree that is not even remotely uh, what, what should be happening. They are saying things like... She's Dan Geesling. She's Vanessa Russo. She's Derek. It's ridiculous. Uh, That's not the case. She's just been running around letting people know some truths. Well, I think that's the reason why it was so over the top and why it was so dramatic and oh, clutching my pearls how dare she because both sides are trying to convince the other side that it of course it has to be true like of course it's real of course we're not coming after you and so everybody is just sort of feeding off of this exaggerated energy that just continues to perpetuate this kind of gross conversation um and that i think is what is so crazy about the whole situation is that essentially nicole is using the real pieces in the game and trying to use that to turn the two sides against each other and it's so like frustrating to see then that being turned against her. I mean, it's all part of the game, but still, it's like, ugh, guys. I mean, at least there's a little bit from what I saw last night of at least Jackson and Holly talked about it a little bit of the oh, what are the actual ramifications of now knowing this information? So at least it doesn't seem to be a complete like blanket. Okay, now these nine are like really solidly back together. There's at least still a little bit of dissension between the two sides, and so at least. At least we have that. Yeah, if it helps to know you, it's for you to know up front. Uh, this does not work for Nick and Bella to blame Nicole, uh, even though it, it reaches this fever pitch. And I did mean to give a, a warning at the start of this podcast that uh, I don't think there's a way to go through this without some uh, some adult language. So um, if you have any children around, this is your opportunity to uh, to to cover their ears for uh, the next hour. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> I like these warnings. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yes, just be be prepared because there is a lot. There's a lot. Of, a lot of that going around. Um, so uh, they're they're go- they're going through. They're talking about various things. Sis in particular is going to get very angry for no reason. I literally I I tried to go back and like listen to, okay what was it that pissed sis off so much? And what it was was that Bella said, well, Nicole said that she told you. That we bullied her. And sis is like, what? She said what? She said she told me what? No, that is not true. I'm going to go. I'm going to go downstairs. She stands up. I'm going to go downstairs right now and go, go talk to her and confront her. No. Yeah. It was very much like, hold me back. Hold me back. I'm going to get her. I'm going to get her. But like, you know, oh yeah. Okay. 
like Shore says, it was very bizarre, very exaggerated reaction. Of course, everyone, you know, all the guys are like, calm down, calm down. Like, don't get, you know, we're all just hanging out, you know, be bad. I don't know. It's it's ridiculous. And they're like, no, 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 no. Let us finish. Let us finish. Don't stop. Don't go down there. Stop. Stop. Uh, You know, all all this stuff. Um, More, you know, more people are joining. More people are they're they're screaming. They're yelling. They're standing up. They're jump. They're literally jumping up and down. It's getting very, very loud. Um, And so. Uh, they're going through they're literally it, it, it's it lasts for I think around a half hour almost um, at, or maybe at least uh, and they're going through every single thing Nicole has ever said to any of them and it's all uh, going crazy there and uh, so that it's at that point that uh, they go and they grab Jack from downstairs because it's there's been a big commotion Nicole realizes that it's about her because of the conversation she had just before the nomination ceremony so she goes up to uh, to the door and uh, they they don't let they shut the door in her face uh, and they say, no, 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 don't don't come in here. Uh, and then Jack comes in and he he shuts the door right behind him, uh, at which point sis says uh, when they shut the door in in, uh, in Nicole's face and sis goes that dumb bitch that what a fucking liar. Yeah. The, uh, as soon as I heard that, like I started, I was like, "Hold me back, hold me back! I'm gonna go all the way to California." Like, what? Seriously? And poor Nicole, I felt horrible for Nicole, and she's just like standing there in the hallway, like, mm, like I just want to try to figure this stuff out. Like, oh my god, it was absolutely terrible. Also, with all the jumping up and down, now we know what caused the next earthquake in California. Sorry, <laughs> I thought of that joke earlier, and I missed the timing. So, whatever. <laughs> okay. Keep going. <laughs> oh my God! So it's it's terrible. She, Nicole is blame, being blamed for everything, uh, including the this like oh well now we know why Kemi called us out. It was Nicole's fault, and actually it was a little bit Nicole's fault, but still. Um, and uh, they it's talk about the Black Widows. Uh, Christy is like, oh, and what she said was that uh, you know that uh, oh there was a woman that started the Black Widows and then is blaming it on somebody else. And Bella's like, what? No! How dare she? That's an that's a dumb name. I would never come up with that name anyway. Um, <laughs> Uh, and this is so these like there are multiple conversations all happening and like between Christy and Bella just being incredibly loud and just talking about this nonsense it was like very very overwhelming so like that's one set of cam so cam one and two are like focused on the insane house thing that's happening and then poor like Ovi Nicole Cliff the rejects of the house are all just like quietly milling around downstairs it was very uncomfortable milling around downstairs and hearing literal screaming like it is a genuine they are just staring up there because there's clear there's cheering there's screaming there's jumping like it's crazy and nicole knows it's all about her um and so it's it's really uh it's really intense they are also going to not in this moment but later on uh going to be talking about nicole swearing on her grandmother's life uh and they're like but wait a minute her grandmother is dead what a liar how dare she swear on her grandmother's life when she's dead you know and and tommy you know what nicole's gonna deny a lot of things but this for me this for me clinches the whole thing she's a liar um 
So that's that's going on there. Now we are going to take a quick break for our sponsors and we'll be right back. And we're back. So let's get back to the show. So the whole house is downstairs listening to all of this yelling and uh, sweet, sweet Ovi. Um, oh, poor I, sweet Ovi. I love him. I literally, I was, I don't, I have not, I have not gotten a lot of sleep in the last <laughs> night and I was watching this back this morning and I, I got a little emotional watching him. He's so, so genuine and kind. He's, he's, he is not okay with what's happening. He's like, he's, he does not like that they are screaming and yelling like that. Uh, he's got people saying like, think of your game, Ovi. And he's just, he's doesn't, he doesn't care. He goes upstairs, he knocks on the door and he's literally, he knocks on the door and Nick is yelling at him like he's a dog. Ovi, no! Ovi, no! No! And Ovi's yeah. just like, hey, guys, this is not, this is not cool. This is this you. This is not nice. What you're doing is not very nice. You shouldn't be doing this. And they're just like, it doesn't matter. It's not your say. This is this is not your say. Like, go away. Get out. Go. Just go. And he's like, um, that's not really cool for you guys to do. I just felt, and he, it wasn't even about. It wasn't even about Ovi. He wasn't even saying like, you know, because he's been completely neglected from game talk. They treat him horribly in the house, and uh, he's just like, it's not cool for what you're doing to Nicole and Jess. Like he is defending them, and you know, even like David and Cliff are like, oh, you probably shouldn't do that. Like just let them like do their thing. And poor little sweet Ovi, he's like. He's like the little dog that's like trying to defend you against the mountain lion. Like he's really trying. And uh, it was so sweet. Like I did almost tear up watching him. I was like, oh my God, Ovi. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and sweet. So, so right, right after Ovi goes, he's just, that, this, what you're doing is not very nice. This is not cool. Uh, Christy's like, oh, he threatened us. He threatened yes. us earlier. Uh, he just screwed himself. Um, you know, how dare he? They're all, all of them are later going to go and talk and, and like have different conversations with David where they're just like, David, you, you'd better get back in here because uh, because they're like, how dare Ovi do that? Um, you know, now David definitely needs to be the one to come back in. Yeah. How dare Ovi? Like, what? Also, I had to Google threatening and threaten because I was like, these are not, this is not threatening. I'm pretty sure the definition does not include politely knocking on the door and saying, hey, it's not cool for you guys to do this. Pretty sure that's not in the dictionary. Uh, I do. I, she was, I think, talking about an earlier conversation where he was talking about like getting back into that, but he still wasn't threatening her in that conversation either. Um, she's just using that to, to like, she's mad at him because he's saying, guys, chill. Like, and so she's using, yeah, she's using anything that she can to, uh, to shut him down. Um, and so they're all, they're all so excited. Um, it's, uh, to be clear again, it's grateful plus Sam. And so they're all up there. They're, they get, they get into a big group hug. Like, oh yes, we've, we've done this. Uh, you know, the, the, they're done with the jumping and screaming. Oh yes, we've done this. They do some cheers though. Uh, they, they literally cheer. Not falling for your shit. <laughs> I wish you were making that up. I wish that that was an exaggeration of some sort. Unfortunately, it is very, very real. Like, yeah. really? That's that's what you guys chose? Like, what? 
And they're like, uh, you know what, guys? It's time we came up with a name for our nine. <laughs> it's time we came up with a name. What do you think? They eventually come up with undeniable. <laughs> So there was a drag queen on season 11 of RuPaul's Drag Race and her entrance line was um, let's make this season 11 legendary. <laughs> and I, I feel like that puts something in the universe. Like I love Nina West. She's an amazing queen, but oh no, do I have to deal with this more? <sighs> yeah, so yes, this is yet another name where there's a nine in like the number nine in the word of the name. And I wonder how Sam feels about it. Yeah, he's like, oh, okay. So like, I'm the first one out. Stop putting numbers in your alliance name. Oh, man. It's, this is bad. And a lot of people have been asking me, like, what is happening? Like, why is this happening? And, like, I've, I was thinking about it. Because, you know, certainly casting has something to do with it. But... I was really I was thinking back and I was thinking about season six of Big Brother and I feel like Big Brother 21 is Big Brother six with modern twists. Like what Big Brother six would have been exactly if there had been. Okay, all right, let's hear it. Hear me out. Night one of Big Brother six. Kaser is banished and sent home. Immediately, Kaser's gone. There's no leader to gather and organize the underdogs, the people who are not in the friendship. Uh, soon after, a couple of other uh, of the underdogs, they follow suit. Uh, and then Maggie wins a diamond power of veto. Camp Comeback is in play, which encourages the big alliance of friendship to stick together and discourages the underdogs from gathering together. Not to mention the fact that Kaser is not there to help them out, or at least not there in the game because they're not allowed to talk to him because he's in a uniform. Um, so that's happening there. And now Maggie has a diamond power of veto to lock in and just decimate the rest of the Sovereign Six before they can ever make any kind of stand. And now the friendship just completely walks away with the game because of all of the powers and twists that interfered and prevented the Sovereign Six from ever getting anywhere. I feel like this is the same thing where, like... Not only the same thing in the sense that there are people that know each other that are, that help uh, help this alliance out. Um, there are really nasty people that everyone hates. Like the audience, like this is the first alliance I've seen that has the purest level of vitriol uh, from the entirety of the audience since the friendship. I really like, you know, certainly people weren't fond of Paul. Certainly people weren't fond of other things, but they always had their fans. This is the friendship 2.0 with twists that help them dominate the game. Hmm. Yeah. And I think it's also it's a group of unlikable people. <laughs> like, I think if in Big Brother 19, for example, we didn't have Paul, then I think that would have turned out much differently. I don't think we would have hated some of the people that maybe necessarily, um, you know, came across not so great on that season. Uh, I like this comparison. I think it's good. So that means David is Kaser in this uh, situation. Christy is Maggie then. Um who, so I guess also the fact that if the Sovereign Six never won any competitions, too, was sort of also plays into this, right? Because, like, I mean, you can imagine if Jess actually won that competition, then we would have seen something different. But 
Yeah, mm. I mean, it's I, I I just I do genuinely feel like you know uh, it, it's it, what the twists have done in the last six seasons since the MVP twist has it's they, these twists that they haven't been introducing almost like almost every single season very consistently they encourage large groups to form up and stay together and that encourages the clickiness and that encourages the like the tribal nature of humanity where it's us versus them. And when it's clickiness and it's it's us versus them and it's majority rules and you only stick a few uh, minorities into the house, that's when we start seeing issues with that as well. Um, And uh, I just, I really do feel like twists are a huge problem with the way that the game keeps playing out with these big groups of people uh, and obviously again we would also not have this issue if we put nicer people into the cast but uh what i my season six comparison is here because i feel like the i do i don't feel like the casting is changed a ton since mm. season six i feel like the difference is that the um the game format has changed because of these big twists. And no, it's not all twists, not all to hashtag, not all twists, but, um, but it is very much, uh, these kinds of twists that encourage the big alliances, which are the ones that are the most prevalent in these modern seasons. So, um, that's my theory. So I do wonder about the this whole forcing them into big groups because it's now been consistently happening. I wonder if there's something that Big Brother likes from a storytelling perspective of like, well, we'll have consistency because we'll have this big group. And so we can just sort of tell the story because if things are changing all the time, groups are forming, reforming. That's really hard to tell a cohesive narrative. Oh, never mind. What am I talking about? This is Big Brother. They put them in costumes and throw slime on them. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I was going to say, this is like a big conspiracy theory of like wanting them to go into groups. So it's easier to edit. I don't know. Never mind. <laughs> yes. Uh, there, there's another part of this, too. But we'll get to that later on when we talk about Tommy. Um, so we move forward from here. Uh, David talks to Christy. Now, David was one of those people that was like, look, this is a game. Ovi, you got to protect your game. He talks to Ovi. He says, Ovi, I understand what you were doing from a human perspective, but you need to control your emotions if you want to do well in this game. Um, David also talks to Christy. He says, look, Ovi does not speak for me. Uh, I, I want you to know that. Uh, David is now in a position where if it is a house vote, he will be the person that comes back. So uh, he's been doing a decent job in that regard. Um, and and I, I will say from a personal point of view, um, I, I am, I am real. I am not David. And I, I, I always thought I would be David a little bit, but I am definitely not David in this situation. I, there's no, I was watching these feeds and it, literally was like uh like I, I did not feel comfortable in my own skin because i was not able to be in that house to just tell those people to sh- uh and 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 like and then nicole is gonna start crying and i was just like i just want to hug you just like i like please don't cry uh you don't deserve this uh it was so hard and there's i just think there's no way you can do this uh i i i i just like uh it's uh, it was it was hard yeah it was really really difficult to watch i mean i think i don't know i guess i 
applaud David for keeping his cool. But at the same time, I was like, hey, you got people to yell at. Like, can you do our job for us? Um, Oh, by the way, woke Nick talking about Flint. Like, can he uh, go do something about this situation? Oh, no, he's part of it. Right. Okay. Uh, Also, I forgot to mention this earlier when they were like yelling at people to leave. I think this was earlier. But Jack said something since you already gave the adult warning language. He was like, we're balls deep in gameplay or game talk right now or something like that. He's like, go away. We're balls deep and <laughs> for Jack that must be pretty deep and that was a thing that was said and I have to mention it because it stuck out to me so. mm-hmm. <laughs> all right uh, all right Cliff does talk to Nicole and uh, and comforts her he says like you have to remember it's just a game uh you know it's it's uh, you know try try not to uh, to let them get to you too much uh you know I love you we will be friends forever Nicole um she says Cliff you're the only person that like even just recognizes that we're still just human beings in this house um and Cliff says it's, you know and you know what they may say they're all together right now they may be all rah rah but that does not mean they're actually going to stay together that's just what's happening right now and and cliff was right about that Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the timing of all of this is pretty interesting because Nicole does try to go into the storage room and talk to Jack and try to, like, get some information like, oh, what happened? Can you tell me about that conversation? Um, but, you know, this this what Cliff and then David also says is, look, the timing is important. Let them calm down. They just had this like big mob mentality type of conversation, like pick your one on ones and have these conversations later. Yes, uh, they eventually (laughs) they're going to get together for dinner. Oh, my God. I nearly turned off feeds at this moment. I was like, Taryn, cover everything after this. I'm done. Um, I was I was streaming at this point on Twitch and I could not listen to that. I was hearing just I was because I was just talking because I was did not want to listen to them. But I was hearing little snippets of what they were saying. And I was so mad at them. Uh. So poor Cliff. Okay, so they they all sit down. They're gonna have dinner, and Cliff naively says, "Like guys, I think it's really important that we do a gratitude circle right now. You know, it's easy to do when everybody's getting along, but when we're all fighting, oh, because that's how the whole like eight nine played it off. It's like, well, we were fighting, so like we wanted to hash it out between us. Oh, okay. So uh, so yeah. So Cliff starts this like, what do you you know like we need to do gratitude a gratitude circle. So Tommy starts out great I'm word grateful. choice too. Yeah, I know. And Tommy starts very heavily saying, I'm grateful. I was like, oh no. <laughs> Uh, so yeah so they all go around the circle and they all talk about the things that they're grateful for yes uh and this is basically just uh, a a big old circle of things you know what what you know what i'm getting at uh where they are just congratulating themselves on what great people they are and how wonderful they are and how grateful they are for how wonderful they are right after everything that just went down and there's a quote from jack that is especially uh damning i think that has been making a, a, some of the rounds jack says i am proud of the honesty and the integrity and the character and the strength of this house, which is some of the things that I value a ton. I believe that this season will be the greatest season Big Brother has ever even thought of dreaming. 
so awkward. <laughs> like, oh, and then after all of that, after this sanctimonious speech he gives, they all bang on the table because that's what they do after everybody says what they're grateful for. So it is accented by this wonderful. Yeah, like it, it was uh, unfortunate. <laughs> Oh, and Bella just asks to be skipped, of course, because like that's what Bella wants in this moment. Yeah. Uh, what else was particularly interesting? Oh, Jackson's was something about Xanax. He was yes. like, I, I, I'm like, I'm thankful that I'm here. Great, grateful that I'm here because otherwise, like, I needed Xanax to go to bed. Jack Jackson talks a lot about like his struggles uh, with with life, essentially, um, and how he's here to try and better himself, um, which. I guess it's working right now. We'll see what happens when he goes out of the house, which is a good time to remind you that uh, do not stoop to these people's level. Don't be harassing their family. Don't be uh, harassing anybody. Um, be like Ovi. Everyone should be like, just be like, hey, that's not cool what exactly. you did. Okay? Like, you know, like, I don't know. From my perspective, I feel like one of the worst qualities in human nature is the the feeling that you get when you've just given up and you say, you know what? They deserve it. They mm. deserve it. Because that's what led to what happened in the HOH room is that they were like, Nicole, she deserves this. That's why. No, Ovi, you're in the wrong because she deserves it. And we are in the right when we do this. And it is that feeling that is so devious because everybody feels that same feeling. Everybody feels justified when they act out of cruelty when because they deserve it. And so I just feel like if you can just say, you know what? Nobody deserves it. Nobody Mm -hmm. deserves it. So don't be mean. Don't be cruel to anybody. Then. I don't know. That's me. That's me being a naive Ovi. Yeah, uh, we could all you we could all take a little bit from Ovi and you know be a little bit more like him. I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so <clears throat> Nick uh, Nick is now at a point where he would love for the veto to be used on Jess so that they can get Nicole out. He wants Nicole gone. Nicole is now the target for Nick. Um, and uh, but Jack says, whoa, 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 hold on though. Uh, we should not use the veto on Jess because uh, we want Jess to have to use her power. She has to flush her power. So we need to keep her on the block just in case she'll flush the power out. Um, So that's what Jack is saying. But uh, obviously Christy knows that Jess doesn't have the power. So that's uh, not exactly what Christy's thinking quite yet. Um, We also get uh, Cliff and Ovi. Cliff talks to Ovi, says, you know, this really sucks, but... We've got to distance ourselves from Nicole uh, right now. It, it's it's not a good it's not a good space. We have to think about our games, and if they're going to target Nicole, then you know there's not a whole lot we can do about it right now. So we've uh, we've got to we've got to distance ourselves a little bit and um, uh, you know, I, figure this out. I just love that he's having this conversation with Ovi, who's not in the game. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess it matters if Ovi comes back in, I suppose, but uh but yeah. Um I the other thing that I can't remember, did we mention that Jack told Christy and Tommy about his power and then yes. Christy oh, yes. did not share. Yes, it's very yes. important. Yes, so when when Christy told Tommy, yeah, I did forget about that. When Christy told Tommy about the diamond power of Vito, um Jack walked in 
and uh, and he she did not tell him. She was like, I, uh-huh. I, don't, I don't know, I don't know. Um, and Jess so must have it. Jess must have it. So that's why, like, the rest of the group all thinks that Jess does have the power. So. Yeah. Uh, So uh, so Jack does not know. But in that conversation, Jack does say so week one, we know Ovi won the power week two. I won the power. And so Tommy knew that Jack had the power because Christy told him. But Jack didn't know that Tommy knew. So Mm -hmm. Tommy has to pretend that he is shocked. He's like, wait a minute. What? You. No. Putting his acting skills to the test. Yes. (laughs) Um, It it was a pretty funny moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was pretty. And then, of course, Jack goes into regaling with the whole story about how he came in and he was like, I need I know I needed to look for the unique snakes, you know. So, yeah, jokes about snake handling. Yada, da, da, da. We'll save that for the B&B next week. So anyway, so then, you know, of course, Tommy just gets to sit there and be like, what? Oh, my gosh. Uh, so yeah that was pretty funny it was very funny um, so that yes that happened uh, Cliff also tells Ovi that he loves him and they'll, they'll be friends forever um, yes oh, yeah. <laughs> Cliff is also going to be talking with various members of Grateful for the rest of the night continuing to do damage control and trying to prevent himself from being the target this week he lets them know hey look uh, I don't know what happened with Nicole uh, I don't I don't know about what she was doing. Uh, you know, if she was going around and saying things, I was not a party to that. Um, you know, yes, I was in an alliance with Ovi and Nicole, but you know, it, you know it's it, that's clearly over. And Ovi's not in the game. Nicole is is clearly on the outs. So I, I'm just looking for a place to land. Um, you know, I I've always been straightforward in this game. I don't play that telephone game. You know, I'm not running around telling people that people said what and all that stuff. Uh, so that's his pitch and grateful loves it jack is like oh he's such a good guy nick's nick does his usual thing which he used to do with nicole and is now doing with cliff again which is i just love him i just love him i love that guy what a great guy that cliff (laughs) what a great guy i love cliff so i put him up on block love him love him what a great guy uh cliff does some some good work here and if he survives the week it will probably be due to this work um but he is not out of the woods yet and we'll get to that uh but uh but this is this is some good work by cliff to to do a do a lot of damage control his entire game was outed and he managed to uh to reel it back in yeah, I mean, essentially, he's putting himself juxtaposed to Nicole, where it's Nicole is going and saying all these things and doing all these things. He's just like, oh, I'm just looking for a place to land. I'm just hanging out like I'm the complete opposite of her. Look how different I am from her. Don't you want to keep me? Don't you? You know, so um, I think it's actually intentional or not a pretty smart way to frame the situation. Yes. So uh, Christy is going to talk to uh, Tommy and Sis. And uh, they're going to be just talking about generally what's happening. Um, you know, some some of the timeline here is a little uh, a little off on this one, but uh, you know, so it's, it makes sense story wise. Uh, so Tommy's talking, Chrissy's talking with Tommy and sis, and uh, and Ovi comes in, and Ovi's you know talking to them a little bit, and Ovi Ovi's just says at the end because he's Ovi and he's wonderful. He's just like, hey guys, would you mind just like, could you say something nice to Cliff? Just like one th- one nice thing to clear. He's feeling kind of down and uh, all this stuff. And and Christy just goes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 
He was already just in here, and I already told him that I have no personal problem with him. So, job done. <laughs> wow, what a good compliment. I have no personal problem with you. I think I'm going to put that on my Valentine's Day cards for next year. That's my compliment. I have no problem with you. Yeah. So then, uh, so Ovi leaves, and uh, and and Tommy Tommy gives a look like, and Christy is just it says, you know what though, because Ovi's gone now. She, you know what though, I think we've all enabled everyone to be enabled everyone to be too nice to each other. Though that's, I think we've enabled each other to be too nice uh, to each other. That's that is that is what people are going to be talking about this season. Oh man, Big Brother Twenty One! What a bore that was. They were all just so nice. They were way too enabling in their nice behavior. Yes, way too enabling in their nice behavior. Uh Okay, like, am I watching the same thing that they're experiencing? Because I don't think that that's the case. And this, this, is, this is what I'm talking about. We're like, the second you feel justified, there becomes a, such a thing as too nice. And mm-hmm. I don't think there is such a thing as too nice. Um, so, uh, so that's what she, she's, oh, oh, she's too nice. Tommy says, oh, he's shitting himself. He's so scared. Uh, and she, and Chrissy says, good. He should be. That's what happens when you threaten people who are in higher power than you. Yeah. uh, Okay. This conversation was just a very much like, wait, what type moment? Like, I genuinely could not believe the things that were coming out of their mouths in this conversation because it was just so shocking. Uh, I really genuinely was just baffled at all of this. And Tommy's like, yeah, he's running around like he's he's our maid because he's so scared. Like, again, what? (laughs) Yes, because he's so scared because he threatened someone in a position of power. So, oh, and he's too nice. Like, (laughs) why are these things not making sense? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. It was like, it was pretty intense. Yeah. Um, It's uh, so... A lot of people have been asking, and we'll we'll get to some more Tommy stuff as well, but a lot of people have been asking about uh, Tommy because... Thus far, he hasn't really taken part in much of the bad behavior. He's been there while it's happened. He's uh, sort of like laughed along and and definitely enabled it. But he hasn't really been at the forefront of a lot of it. And he was the main cause of or at least the 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 match that lit the fuse of what happened in the HOH room earlier. And he was very much one of the people jumping up and down, clapping, um, you know, telling people not to come in. Uh, I will say that Tommy still is not one of the main perpetrators in terms of actual comments being made. This made conversation that was I said made twice. The the conversation about Ovi being a maid is probably the worst thing that he said. And one of the first times that he's actually actively contributed toward the bashing rather than just clapping along. Um, but I feel I feel like what I'm seeing is that Tommy, who was not he he was very conscious to not be a part of this before and very, you know, still is one of the least uh, contributes some of the least amount of anybody else in in that big group. Uh, he's starting to contribute more and more. And and I think that what's happening is what I've talked about before in terms of 
he's running the house. He just he just essentially got a diamond power of veto that he doesn't even get blood on his hands when it gets used, but he probably controls how it gets used. He just orchestrated this whole thing and uh, convinced Nick and Bella to be loyal to the group. While in the meantime, they're still going after Nick and Bella. And he's I think he's feeling that power. I've talked about this before, and I think that it's getting to his head a little bit. And he's feeling like... Yes, I am on top of the world. Like, I am in power. How dare you try and say anything otherwise? You are beneath me, sir. Uh, I no longer am going to call you sir. Um, you know, I, 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 I'm, I'm the man here. Uh, and, and, and he's starting to devolve into the behavior that he is surrounded with. Yeah, I mean, very much getting swept up in sort of the mob mentality of the whole situation. But when I do look back at that conversation, the HOH room, it was Bella and Tommy were the two that were talking. And that is what, like you said, started this whole thing. So I, I you know, I he's obviously surrounded by a bunch of people who are all behaving like in a very mean particular way. And so, you know, if you are going to try to stay in that group, you know, I understand that you have to be there, but you could also, well, I don't know if Sam is great. Sam just like stood there the whole time. Sam was like silent for all of these conversations. He was there. He was present, but he's also the nine out of the eight. So um, I don't know. It's, it was really disheartening to see, I think because I, um, you know, think Tommy is absolutely the front runner here. Um, But when you see that type of behavior coming from him, especially because he was able to stay out of it for most of the game so far. uh, Yeah, it was, it was disheartening. I think it, is the best way to put it. And it made me think back to last season and how and and Rockstar even tweeted out like and Rockstar was one of the people on the feeds last season that was like ringing the bell of I'm being treated unfairly, um you know, people are isolating me so on and so forth and Rockstar is now on Twitter like Big Brother 20 was like essentially a paradise in comparison to what's happening here. They like, uh, I, I should get the, uh, the actual wording of the tweet here. Um, but essentially like they, they were treated with respect, uh, and, and, and all of that stuff. And I really do feel like this, it, a lot of it stems, it goes from the top down. I feel like, um, it's, it, in particular, the responsibility of the person who is in the most amount of control strategically in the game to, um, to be the person that that uh that sets the tone um because i like tyler you know uh, he he has his fans he has his detractors he's a he's a good guy he's a nice guy he was not mean in the house uh he there was one time that he got into a confrontation with somebody and he literally cried afterward because he was like oh my god like was that too much i don't want to be that guy um and i feel like that really did set the tone for the season and it helped even though there was there were group things going on and even though he was in control of what was happening like he kept you know uh he kept it all in check and he set the tone for the season and i don't want to place all of the credit on tyler because everyone is a contributor in some way or another but i do think that when you are scared in the house it's harder to be the person to step up and set the tone um and it's a lot easier to do that when you are the person in charge because you set the tone and so um, I just I just feel like uh, I feel like Tommy holds even more responsibility than some of the other people based on his positioning in the house. And I say the same of Christy, who I think is much worse. Yeah, Christy is. Much, I mean, that's the other thing is that, you know, like in comparison, <laughs> right? Like when you have people like Jack and Christy who are there, um, that 
just makes him seem not as bad, but shouldn't necessarily excuse things that are happening. I think that, you know, the type of um, us versus them mob mentality uh, obviously works and but it doesn't necessarily have to be at such an exaggerated tone like we're seeing in this season, like Tyler showed. And like we've seen, I mean, even with Derek, like keeping a group together, you don't necessarily have to completely trash and villainize the other people on, on the quote unquote other side of the house. So um, it's not like this is a necessity that we can excuse as part of gameplay because, oh, well, you know, it's we're they're just trying to win the game. So. Yeah. I don't know. And like I, I feel like there are a lot of people that try to read into uh you know the true nature of the these players like Tyler or Dan Giesling or Derek or whoever, right? And I think that the indicator is what was the house like around them that they were in control of? That is the true indicator of whether or not they were fake or uh you know truly cruel or whatever. And uh and and I think that like you know when you are in the position of power like what does what does your environment look like because you are the person in power there and if it's a good if it's a good thing if things are good around you then you've probably done a pretty good job like you know like maybe maybe that's a pretty good indicator of who the true person is uh better a better indicator than somebody who's just like uh you know judging people because of you know uh, I've watched you on the feeds and you went against my favorite um so what Angela Rockstar said was um, never, I repeat, never did anyone in level six or the hive or Faute. Oh, come on. Come on, Rockstar. It's just the, it's just Faute. Uh, slam doors on each other. The isolation feeling was still there at times for all of us, but no one was outright mean. I feel blessed to have been in a cast of such amazed people. I'm going to work now. Bless. Bless. <laughs> 30, 20 fam. Um. You should go ahead and just add this to the criteria for uh, ranking the winners, uh, Taryn. I Seriously, think, I, think I, this feel is like, I feel like this should be a narrative in the fan base that if you are the person who is doing, who is running the game, it is your responsibility. You will be held responsible for uh, for what's happening around you. Like you need to step up because you're the person in power. Um, and 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 I mean, the, obviously, the, there is still a level of responsibility on on other people as well. But um, you know, it's. Uh, it's it's a lot easier for the person at the top to set the tone. Yeah, I mean, I think that's why uh, conversations about privilege and uh, need, need to happen with everybody because that's what happens. You know, yes, we have like white males in charge, but it is partially their responsibility to set the tone for, you know, fostering like I was just at science conferences and there was conversations about women in science and there's a lot of lip service that's happening, but there's not a lot of actual, anyway, I'm going to get off my soapbox. Um, <laughs> so yes, agreed. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> we, 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 we backdoored you into a, into a separate conversation. All right. Well, um, as long as you don't slam the door in my face and tell me that you're balls deep in, you know, <laughs> the disgusting criteria for ranking winners and whose responsibility it is to set the tone, we'll, we'll be okay. None of your concern, Leon. I can rank them how I want. <laughs> go, go away. This doesn't concern you. <laughs> uh, oh boy. Uh, so that's that's what I want to say about Tommy. Um, Nicole is going to talk with Tommy and Christy. And, uh, this is, you know, you know, she is explaining the situation and Tommy and Christy are 
like being very condescending and like uh like oh you know we're just trying to figure out the truth and uh discover what's been happening and get all of the lies out of the way and nicole is in tears uh just trying to to be like look i told the truth she explains i went to bella i trusted her she told me that you guys wanted me on the block and i believed her because i'm stupid and i told her all of the stuff that i had and i shouldn't have done that and like uh, all, all of this stuff and um, and, and she says, I just don't think it was fair that you guys didn't let me in there to, to defend myself, to, to say my piece. And, uh, Tommy and Chris are just like, oh, no, 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 that would have been, that would have been bad. You would, you feel ganged up now. You would have been, it would have been a hundred times worse if you had gone into that room. We were doing you a favor, uh, kicking you out of the room. It was, uh, you know, we were really just making sure that you were not going to be uh, attacked. That was what was happening there. I mean, there were people that were really up in arms and really heated at that point in time. So it was really important that you did not do that. And Nicole, just, I just feel, I just feel like it was a cowardly thing to not want to not want to let me in. And they're no, 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 it was not, it's not cowardly. It was out of the purest sense of our hearts that we wanted to keep you from that danger. We were being too nice, really. We were enabling our niceness by mm. preventing you from uh, being in the situation. Like, yeah, we were just going to talk crap about you behind your back instead. And we thought that that would be more appropriate. Ugh, this was really frustrating to see. And I felt horrible for Nicole, too, because she's essentially just saying, I just like, please give me my time to speak. And even in this conversation, Christy doesn't let her speak. So it's like, ugh. okay, poor Nicole. Yeah. Um, so, oh man, so they, they go through that conversation and, uh, and all of, all of that, uh, happens there. They, they explain it. She explains to Tommy and Christy and they, they give her lip service and they're like, oh, you know, we're here for you. And you know, anything, anything you need, I'm just gonna, uh, oh, you're, you're breaking out into sobs again. Well, I'm just, I just want to make sure you know anything you, anything you need. Bye. bye. Um, <laughs> Enjoy your crying. Bye. And then they go talk crap about her. Uh, so she, uh, they they go and explain their conversation to the rest of the group. And Christy is, you know, it's going to talk. Oh, she Bella. She said that you told her that we were trying to put pressure you to put her on the block. And Bella, no, no. No, she's such a liar. And Nick is like, what? She said that I said that. And Christy's like, I don't I don't remember if she said if you said it. I didn't say that. No, Um, it's just just, it's so bad. And, And again, like they are just patting themselves on. Oh, Pat, 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 Pat. Oh, we're such great people. Oh, we're so wonderful because we did her such a favor not letting her into the room. It was just, it would have been so bad for her. We are such great people that we didn't let that happen. Uh, and Bella's like, yeah, yeah. If she had come into that room, I would have, I would have just gone off. And Sis is like, yeah, I was ready to go. It was a great, it was a great thing she didn't come in there. Um, like, oh man, it's so, such a great thing that they did. I think it it goes to they've already justified it in their head that this is how, you know, we're going to behave. And it's just absolutely the circle jerk of just like, oh, how amazing we are. And uh, we're just so nice. And we did just such a good thing. It would know. We definitely did such. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Oh, man. It's so (laughs) frustrating to watch. (laughs) 
Yeah, like I'm trying to think of the ways to best convey this so that other people listening to this podcast have to understand the pain of listening to this constant affirmation of just like how great and how, oh, oh, just how amazing we're behaving. And oh, we're all just so great. Mm. So great. You should do that more, Taryn. Wow. You're so good at these updates. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. You should say it. I just I just really, uh, you know, sometimes we get heated on these updates and I just want to protect people from themselves when I do that is just, you know, I I just want to make sure that uh, that nobody ever gets uh, gets attacked by uh, by anybody. And so that's that's I just want to protect everyone. And you're just doing such a great job at it. Wow. Yeah. So do that every like time you update a conversation. So like give a conversation then give your sanctimonious update about yourself (laughs) and then update the next conversation. That's what it would feel like. (laughs) Uh, Liana, that was such a succinct recap of what we just said. You did such a great job there. I just want to say that you are excellent at what you do. (laughs) I can't even be in this conversation anymore. Like, All right, I'm done. I'm out. Good luck with the rest of the update. Like, I can't even do it. I can't do it. That's, but that's, that was last night. (laughs) Along with some bullying, um, you know, and all that stuff. So, Mm -hmm. uh, Nicole is going to, uh, just break down and sobs. She's trying to get into the diary room because she's just like, it's not worth it. Just like, let me, please let me in the diary room. Uh, they won't let her in. Um, cat finds her and, uh, and comforts her. And Nicole is just like sobbing, Uh, not crying, sobbing uncontrollably. And cat is just, just doing her best to just be like, it's okay. You know, you know, like, please, um, she eventually gets around to explaining the situation to Kat. Uh, she says, I, I just hope that the other people on the bottom can see what's going on here. Uh, no offense, but people like you, Jess, Cliff, Christy, Tommy, you guys need to see what's happening here. I was like, no, not them. Not them. Where's the banner playing when you got one? Like, I really, really need that. Um, uh, and Kat is uh, is 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 trying to uh, to comfort her here. She says everything you were saying is true. I mean, uh, as far as Kat's concerned, like she's always been anti Bella, so uh, she's totally like they're still going to go after these these people later. Like you know, the, this should not be happening to you. Um, this this did feel like a really great moment. Uh, I did when the conversation ended. Um, Cat went and, and sat down and she did give a look to the cameras, like one of those looks that most of Grateful is giving after they talk mm-hmm. to Nicole, which is like like a, a little bit of like a, an exasperated look. It was a brief look, though. It might not have been bad. I just uh, I was just like, I really wanted it to be genuine. And so I hope that it was. But I did see that look. Yeah, I don't know. I just have kind of given up hope on the <laughs> other side. <laughs> Because Jackson does the same. Jackson is also going to comfort uh, Nicole and it's going to be really sweet. He gives her a big hug. She sobs into his arms. He says he's there for her. He loves her. All of this stuff. The second she walks away, he gives that Jim Halpert look to the cameras like... Can you believe this? I can't believe I just looked away from my camera to show (laughs) what a look to the camera looks like. Yeah, that was a choice. Maybe you should go to Tommy School of Acting. Like, Oh, you could use your actual prop, like the actual camera that's there. No, no. Oh, boy. 
Um, <clears throat> so Tommy is going to have a conversation with sis where he gives her relationship advice with Jack because she feels really jealous. She thinks that Jack is often, um, just doing things to make her feel jealous. And Tommy's like, oh yeah, he's totally doing that. He's really smart. Everything he does is calculated. Um, and I just don't know why he would do it. Uh, and so sis is just like, I don't even know if it's just like, I don't think this is going to be something that happens outside of the house. So why can't we just... Like, be friends that hook up sometimes. Uh, and Tommy's like, I think if you talk to him about that, he'd be on board. <laughs> yeah. But she's like, I just feel so nervous. I just don't, I don't want to talk to him. I feel so nervous about it. Can uh, you talk to him for me, Tommy? Oh, my gosh. This is, was, this is so incredibly frustrating. <laughs> like, I, I don't know if she understands interactions with other humans like do, like listen to the things that are being said and the things that he's doing and then you would recognize what's actually going on in this situation uh, and can i also just say uh, <laughs> side note there's some <laughs> uncomfortable stuff happening with jack and sis and nick and bella at various points in the night uh, when they were talking about um uh, cliff and jack was saying that he loves cliff but he was like but he admitted he was going to go after me. Uh, and you know what? I can't blame him. He's jealous. And he, there, Sis is lying on the bed and he just lies next to Sis and just grabs her ass. Uh, and he's just like, I would be jealous too. And then he starts slapping it and he's just like, yeah. And he's just rubbing it all over. And I was just like, whoa, what is happening? Yeah, there was a lot of ass slapping. Um, actually, now that I think back on it. Um, uh, it yeah. went on for way too long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then and then also later in the night, Nick is going to be uh, and look, whatever, whatever they want to do consensually is fine. It just was weird to me and it made me feel uncomfortable to watch. Nick was also like cuddling with Bella and, and involved in a group conversation on the bed. And he was just like. Grabbing her mouth and just like playing with her mouth, like as she was trying to talk and like he was just he was just like, oh, yeah, just like just playing around with it. I was like, what is happening? Yeah. Um, I, uh, I'm not sure. I, I, I honestly, like, I, I've never heard of that before. I don't know. Maybe it's a fetish thing that he's like into. I'm not sure. I, uh, don't really understand. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you do you, um, as long as it's consensual, obviously. Um, but, uh, certainly for the, the watchers at home and the, the Taryn watching, <laughs> maybe not, you know, makes a little people a little bit uncomfortable. Um, it's just weird. <laughs> Uh, all right. Bella is going to talk with Nicole and Tommy. So this is going to be one of the uh, small, intimate group settings where we can continue to gaslight you, Nicole. Um, so Tommy is there to supervise and Nicole is going to talk to Bella or I should say Bella is going to talk at Nicole. Um, and Nicole just says immediately, I just feel hurt. I, I feel because I, I confided in you. I put my trust in you, Bella, and you spread it around the house. And I was like, yeah, take a ticket, get in line, Nicole. <laughs> yeah. It's a pretty common yeah, occurrence. Only one. <laughs> um, Bella brings up the grandmother thing that, uh, you know, oh, well, you said that you swore on your grandmother's life, but your grandmother is dead. So, <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Loophole. Take Nicole, that. Nicole says, 
I swore on my grandmother's grave because she's dead. I swore on her grave. Yes, but like that doesn't seem to phase Bella at all whatsoever. Oh, okay, um, fine then. Well, I just think it was <laughs> disgusting. I think you are disgusting for using your anxiety as leverage to get close to Nick and all and then just to manipulate him and it's just disgusting of you, Nicole. Oh, I can't believe you. That's just so disgusting. I feel so hurt. It's just disgusting. Like, yes. Those are the words kept being uttered. And I, Bella just continues to talk and talk and talk. And I'm like, why do you feel this way? Like, what? And then Tommy's there being literally the worst moderator ever. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so this conversation is a whole mess. And of course, you know, I obviously feel bad for Nicole here because she's and, just trying to explain the situation. Yeah, so Nicole goes. So Nicole <laughs> listens to Bella rant yeah. on and on about how she's disgusting. She lied about her dead grandmother and Nicole sits there. And as soon as, as Bella finally finishes, you're disgusting. And Nicole says, OK, well, look, I want to explain what happened here. And Bella says, no, I'm not here to listen. And just leaves. Nicole says, okay, so you're just here to rant a lie at me? She's like, you know what? Sometimes things just don't go your way, Nicole. So I did what I came to do, and I feel better, and I'm going to leave. Thank you. And she leaves. (laughs) Yeah. And Nicole's like... I, I let you talk like I sat there. I was quiet while you, you ranted at me and told me what a terrible person I was. And then no, no response. And Tommy tries to like, say something along the lines like, well, at least you got to talk. Like, no, uh, Bella got to talk. Nicole did not get to talk. Yeah. And, and Nicole is going to, again, break down about the uh, the grandmother stuff, of course. Um, and, uh, and and she tries to talk to Tommy and Tommy's just like, you know what? You know, we'll figure it out. It'll be OK. Um, Bella is going to describe uh, her experience in this conversation after she she uh, she's talking to the group. She's like, oh, my God, guys, I did so good. I was I was so so heated but i kept my calm and i just did such a great job i didn't lose my cool it was so perfect and tommy's like oh you were so well spoken you were so well spoken bella you did such a great job um and uh i guess if you define well spoken as constantly speaking because that's what happened and then yeah get out the you know back padding machine because we just have more and more of that so uh yeah that was lovely yes uh bella's then going to go up and talk to nick about the whole situation and they're upstairs and i want to bring us back to what i said at the start of all of this that uh nicole was telling the truth Mm-hmm. And that both sides are just trying to clear their names of things they actually did. Um, and that's why things got so crazy. But it turns out that's not the case for Bella and Nick, Bella in particular. Bella believes her lies. She's t- talking to Nick one on one and they have genuinely convinced themselves that they're the good guys here and that Nicole somehow managed to lie about everything that they genuinely said to her and that that that, that that's true that that, that that they didn't really do it 
And that's uh, maybe even if maybe maybe the way they th- feel about it is that somehow Nicole manipulated them into doing it. But it's all Nicole and they are the victims in this scenario. Uh, and how dare she say that they bullied her? Nick says, bitch, don't say I bullied you because I never did. Oh, if only there was a therapist around that could help them out. Um, yeah, this was, I mean, honestly, from Bella, not shocking. I, this is something that we've seen before. She is able to believe her own lies. And so it's just like, okay, that's a thing that's happening. I think just the, the craziness and then the stuff from Nick too is just like, boy, bye. I'm done. Okay. <laughs> You're the worst. I mean, he's not the worst, but he's, you know, the worst in the sense that <laughs> yes. he's the worst. They, they, uh, Bella in particular, because I, and, and I, I will say, you know, in terms of believing that he's the good guy, uh, Nick was not as involved in some of the things, uh, but the bullying stuff, like he, again, he admitted that he was trying to intimidate Nicole and now is acting like, whoa, how dare she? Um, but in terms of, like going after Jack and Jackson, um, he has always felt on a, a, a certain page. He he wasn't really targeting Bella and Sis, or sorry, Holly and Sis. And so I do think that he feels wronged in that particular portion of the scenario. Whereas Bella is up on all of this and uh, is absolutely just fabricating completely false things and believing that they're true, or maybe just hoping that Nick doesn't, you know, believe that they're not true. I don't I don't know what's happening with Bella there. Um, but, uh, again, not, not to defend either of them in this particular situation, but just to get it, give it a more accurate read on where each of them stands. So Bella completely convinced that she is a hundred percent in the clear and the good guy. Meanwhile, Tommy Christie and Jack are going to talk about. Whew. Got away with that one. I mean, I don't want to say that. Nicole didn't lie about anything, but it was all true. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, uh, that's what's so funny about watching those two sides sort of follow up with this conversation. It's just the difference between because the side that actually knows what the truth is, they recognize it. And uh, we're just very thankful that Bella and Nick are crazy people. So. Yes. Uh, And so uh, they had earlier talked with, you know, Holly uh, and Holly was saying, you know, I feel bad. You know, I have I have (laughs) I love this phrase. I have so much empathy uh, for Nicole in this situation. I really I feel for her. But uh, it's good for our game. Uh, Like nothing, nothing screams empathy more than I have a lot of empathy Right. It's like that if you have to say you have a photographic memory, you don't actually have a photographic memory. If you say you have a lot of empathy, you probably don't have a lot of empathy. Ovi has empathy. If anybody is looking for an example of what empathy is, it's Ovi. Definitely not them. Yeah. Just like uh, remember, remember preseason when I said, uh, hey, this Jackson guy, he claims to be a really good guy. I feel like when you claim to be a good guy. Maybe needing to make the claim says a little bit else uh, about, yeah. Uh, Yeah. These people are very good at claiming to be things they're not. (laughs) 
No, I just wonder about the whole watermelon situation. Although, given how he eats and hoards all the food in the house, my God. So yesterday, the feeds come, sorry, tangential, the feeds come back and the store, the stock room is full, the storage room is full of food. And he's just like carrying the most massive amounts of food he can. And then like all of a sudden he's somehow eating this like, because he eats cereal out of a cup for some reason, like a tall glass like a milkshake glass so he's eating some weird like oatmeal granola mixture and the cameraman is like panning on the food up to jackson's face back to the food back to jackson's face it was very shady and i loved it and he eats so much and he like tells other people that he can't eat there was something that i pulled from the other day that i thought was so funny so okay apparently christy was like hey can I use this lettuce? She asked Jackson for permission to use lettuce for a salad. He said no, and she didn't use it. Hey. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, you can play a game if you want on the feeds. Uh, it's where's Jackson, and uh, if he's not in the kitchen, then uh, then you get a point. Nobody <laughs> ever gets any points. No. Or I guess you could also do it if he's carrying food yeah, around. sometimes he does carry food car- elsewhere. That's true. <laughs> be in conversations always with food oh my goodness okay um all right so back to the uh tommy christine jack so six shooters just recognizes that this is good for them because they essentially like bella thinks that she again like the situation was bella got caught going against the six shooters and then tried to blame everything on nicole and in the process believed in her own lie Whereas six shooters saw that Bella was blaming everything on Nicole said, oh, yeah, ours, too. That's all Nicole. And was like, well, obviously we're lying. Um, And obviously she's also lying. Uh, They did not fall for it. This was all for naught. that Mm -hmm. none of this worked anyway. They still want to go after Nick and Bella at the soonest opportunity because they still recognize that everything that 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 was said was true. Mm -hmm. But Nick and Bella are now so caught up in believing their own lies that then they're like, oh, of course, because now we think that this is all true. So obviously the other side like can't be coming after us because it's all true. So that Nick and Bella are so excited that they're that everyone's back together and kumbaya. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So they they agree where there's smoke, there's fire. And Bella is probably still lying. But as long as she's willing to blame Nicole, that takes the heat off of us. So there you go. Um, Christy is also going to say that we don't want to take Nicole out. Nicole might be Nick's target right now, but that's not the right thing. Cliff has to go. And here's why. I am a fan of this show. I have watched every season since season seven. Every season, like from season seven on. Um, I'm not even saying that. Like she's claiming to have watched every season and then later says, like from season seven on. And I was like, oh, only you had watched Big Brother six. Only. (laughs) Yeah, because she would definitely pick up on all the parallels. (laughs) Um, And she says, do you know what, uh, when double evictions come, do you know what the HOH competition always is? Not sometimes, not most of the time, always. Do you know what it always is, Jack? He's like, girl, I haven't even watched like a full season. Like, I've watched two seasons. Um, and she's like, it's 
always like a tactical hand puzzle thing where you need engineering skills to win and cliff is like an engineer he's a genius so he will definitely win the double eviction hoh which is always a tactical hand puzzle thing um you know that one time i saw frankie win it and he because he was just so good at those hand puzzles and uh and tommy tommy is just like oh yeah they did that too in big brother 14 that's the one ian one uh with the maze uh always there's so much wrong with all of this (laughs) like they're just gonna go forward with it i did appreciate the thing about oh because he's an engineer as an engineer myself i would take that as a compliment (laughs) also as an engineer i know a lot of idiot engineers so okay they're not all smart and because it's always some sort of tactile puzzle (laughs) always then you absolutely have to get him out yes she's like terrified of cliff this is her just justifying it in some way what she you know overhearing the cliff notes like now all of a sudden like we have to get him out because there's always going to be this conversation or this uh, type of competition so yes now nick is nick is set on wanting nicole out um and doesn't want cliff out right now so they do have a little bit of work ahead of them um the plan would be to not use the veto if possible and just vote cliff out if they have to use the veto or if the veto does get used hopefully it's on jess and then even if nick puts nicole on the block they would still vote to evict cliff so that's some good news for nicole the bad news is that even if she survives at this point she's doesn't have a whole lot of places to turn to um so that's that's not great uh jack is going to talk some more with tommy uh about uh jackson they they uh, christy had questioned him about jackson like do you tell jackson everything that we talk about and jack truthfully says no uh no that's not you know that's not what we do uh and it it kill let me tell you it kills me that i can't tell him everything but i don't um and he later is going to tell tommy that he does actually have a final two deal with jackson but he is truest to tommy and that is where his true loyalties lie so tommy has his fullest attention (laughs) uh yes so i think that this just also solidifies uh tommy's position in the house i mean hearing this is something that i mean i guess i knew it i knew these things i knew where he fell but then to hear oh no i definitely tell you the most you're my true final two i mean this is going to be if if we have a jack christie tommy final three i would one believe it and two it's going to be a long summer (laughs) yeah i mean uh the Tommy has solidified such immense control over the house with everything that happened last night. Not only everything that happened last night with Nicole and all of that stuff, um, helping, you know, heal some wounds in uh, grateful and and, you know, temporarily. uh, But also, of course, with the diamond power of Vito, with Jack opening up to him about his power that he won week two. Um, Like uh, this is really starting to be like uh how does how does anything even possibly change until at least until the diamond power of veto is gone and by then they've had so much control over the house that they should have uh been able to set themselves up uh real good toward Mm -hmm. the toward the end game so i mean honestly even if they didn't have the diamond power of veto like 
I think we're still looking at a very similar thing. I think that that the, the diamond power of veto just solidifies what the future holds. It it's it it says, oh, what's that? Was that? Are you saying? Are you saying hope? No, I don't. I can't hear you. I can't. I can't hear the word hope. I'm deafened to that particular word. Uh, yeah, no type of flipping or any type of upsetting of the power structure will definitely not happen. That just totally quelled it. Uh, at least we get to see Nick and Bella not realize that they were wrong because they'll probably That's come up true. with some sort of excuse about how they were right all along and it's everybody else's fault yeah, when they get course. evicted. <laughs> yeah, that'll be nice to see uh, them finally realizing um, the situation. I think it's also going to be interesting to see where Sam fits into all of this. Um, so I think, I mean, look, Yes, we're probably starting to see how the next several weeks are going to go. But I still think that there's some interesting things that will be happening and that we want to keep our eyes on. So I haven't I don't know. I haven't lost all hope. Maybe I should. (laughs) I still have some hope for Nicole. She did talk with Holly, Jackson, Sis, Christy and Jess. Now, anytime Christy's in the room, it's going to be incredibly condescending. Uh, But Holly does have a a sympathetic ear. Uh, Maybe not empathetic, but a little at least a little sympathetic. And uh, she's going to hear Nicole out Uh, again. They recognize that Nicole is mostly telling the truth and that Nicole essentially just made a big mistake by trusting Bella. And so I do think that Nicole might be able to work her way back into that group to some degree but obviously that doesn't keep her safe for very long that keeps her safe for maybe a week or two um something else needs to shake up and with the diamond power of veto in play not likely going to happen um there is oh man when part one of the things that christy is super condescending about uh nicole says you know i just feel like why didn't you let why didn't you at least let ovi in then You know, if you were protecting me, why didn't you let Ovi in? And Christy's just like, well, look, we made a rule. We all voted. And I want to respect the rule that we are not going to talk game with the camp comeback people. Uh, You know, I'm just I, I want to respect that. I like to follow the rules. So that is why. And, and then there were a couple other times I can't remember if it was during this conversation but where she was talking about like well we talked about they could call a meeting and we could re-vote we could re-vote on whether or not we could talk game with them like okay yeah sure because what you all are now gonna like vote yes now we can talk to you about gameplay which first of all this moratorium on game talk with the camp comeback people is just absolutely ridiculous Ugh, whatever <sighs> yep Anything else? I think I think we covered it all. Uh, I was hoping it would be fun. I could get to come in and talk about Pegasus drawings and just have a good time. But instead, we got to cover all of this. I still had a fun fun time, but um, it's good to be back. Yeah. Uh, I, you know what? I was a little worried. I was a little worried coming into this update because I was really, really feeling emotional before before we started. I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to be able to like uh, do like it's like when I rant, it's like uh, it's like fun. It's like a fun rant. It's not like genuine hatred. And I was feel I was feeling some I was feeling some negative negative stuff earlier. But I, I feel like we got through. We did. We did a good job. Yeah. We powered. We power, what? What a good job we did. Oh my god! We're just. The, oh I mean, really, goodness. we're protecting the audience from themselves, uh, making sure that we, you know, we're just we're just super, super positive, and we are really nice to everyone, and and all of this this stuff. So uh, we really hope that you guys appreciate us. Oh, thank goodness that we're here. 
Like we, we you listeners are just so lucky that mm-hmm. we were here to protect you. Yes. So uh, we're so good. Uh, let's also be <laughs> grateful for Big Brother the show. I know that uh, we can sometimes <laughs> get mad at Big Brother. <laughs> to Big Brother, but uh, but it's still Big Brother. It's still Big Brother. Let's not try and get it canceled. <laughs> Yeah, I guess we still like it. <laughs> uh, sometimes you can get so caught up in the immediate, you know, stuff of what's happening that you uh, you you don't look at the big picture. That's what Nicole taught us. And the big picture right. is that it's still Big Brother, and uh, and we can still appreciate Big Brother as a whole, and we can have hope for the future of Big Brother instead of trying to uh, demolish the present of Big Brother. Thank you. That was very Ovi like of you. <laughs> I love Ovi. I love what we do. Uh, uh, all right. I'm just so grateful for being here. Thank you, Taryn. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think it's undeniable uh, how great a job we did. <laughs> oh, my God. Just so undeniable. Yes, that's going to be in the vernacular, I'm sure. We're all going to love it. <laughs> all right. Oh, man. All right. I got to get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I have to go watch something much more pleasant than the Big Brother feeds. I gotta go watch uh, Midsummer. Um, that'll be less disturbing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for uh, for hanging out and joining us today. Um, I, uh, I I'm also gonna be busy uh, ripping my hair out from watching the feeds. I'm gonna go get my hair cut. Um, mm. So that'll be fun. Good call. Just need yeah. to just you know everybody. Uh, I'm going to take a page from Cliff. I'm going to say, if you were around your loved ones, give give them a hug, show them some love, appreciate them, support them, uh, because they are a positive influence on your life. If you have a kitten, go snuggle with your kitten. You Aww. need you need some positivity to to make up for what we just went through. That's right. And there's no such thing as too nice. <laughs> exactly. I'll that as well. All right. Thanks, guys, so much for joining us. You can find me on Twitter at Armstrong Taren. You can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Taren Armstrong. I was live during a, lo- a large portion of what was happening last night. Uh, we I wouldn't say we had fun, but we endured it. We well, that's, you supported surrounded, each other. Exactly. Surrounded yourself with your, uh, you know, RHAP family. Yes. Thought we were able to get through this. Liana, where can people find you? Yeah, you can find me on social media at Liana Boris, L-I-A-N-A-B-O-R-A-A-S. And um, Mike Bloom and I are going to be back next week for the RHAP B&B, BBB&B. Um, so we're going to be playing some games. I already have a couple of really fun ideas. Um, so if you have any comments, questions, or any drama gossip that you want us to talk about, uh, tweet at me and we'll be sure to include that. Yes, go t- take a stay at the B&B. They'll feed you some positive. Yes, we're just feeding the positive and then the negative just goes away. Uh, All right. Thank you. Thank you so much, everyone, for uh, for joining us today. I hope you uh, I hope you have a good day and I'll see you next time.